The last line of Ayin Heyom Beis Dava Achi. Yesterday we had two Pshatim as to the pasuk that it says Lechem Abirim Achalish, and this pasuk of course is referring to the man that Klai Yisrael had in the Midbar, and it says that Klai Yisrael ate the Lechem of Abirim. So Rabbi Kiva explained the Lashem Abirim is referring to the strong ones, and that's referring to Malachim, and therefore Klai Yisrael ate the man, which is really the food of Malachim. However, Rabbi Shmuel said back to Rabbi Kiva that can't be Malachim Asharis don't eat at all, and Rabbi Shmuel therefore said another Pshat in the Lashem of Lechem Abirim means that the man is a type of lechem that gets muvla into the avarm of a person, and there was no byproduct, there was no waste that Klai Yisrael had, they never had to go to the bathroom. And now Agamara starts and gives another pshat, what does that mean? And we turn to that, and the Gemara explains, the way to understand the Pasuk is, the lechem of Klai Yisrael that are considered the strong ones, that connected all of Klai Yisrael, there was one person who was Yeshua that was able to get the entire amount of mud. And as Rashi explains, that at the time that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights, Yeshua was Lemosh. He actually stayed by the foot of the mountain the entire time. And how did Yeshua have food the entire time? It's because the mud fell at that spot. And Agamara teaches us that not only did the amount of mud fall, which was going to be exactly enough for Yeshua, but it actually was the exact same amount that Klai Yisrael got for all of Klai Yisrael actually fell for Yeshua at that spot, the covered Yeshua. And the Gemara explains, how do you know that the word Ish means Yeshua? Because Ksiv it says over here benegeda mon ish uksiv hasaman says over there kach lechaz Yeshua benun ish asheruach bay and therefore you see that Yeshua benun was called an ish here also he is the ish that the mon fell for fact gemara ve'ema meisha maybe this pasuk is referring to achal ish is referring to meisha because we know it says dechsev ish meisha on a mite so again it calls meisha rabbeinu ish the gemara says don an ish be ish we learn after the word ish that it says benegeda mon for the ish that it says benegeda Yeshua ain't don an ish me ve ish you don't learn the word ish from the word va ish meisha we doesn't say the word ish, it says vel ish. And the Gemara continues, Shaul Talmud of Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, the Talmudim is Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, me play malo yard land li saw a mon, pamachad shana. Why is it that the mon did not fall for Klai Yisrael only one time a year? Instead of falling every single day, and he had to have a nace every single day, Hashem could have made the nace one time a year and given them enough mon for the entire year. And that would be more like a standard harvest that everyone knows when you plant something, it comes once a year, and then you plant again for the next year. Amal Hemsi responded back to them, Emshulchem Mashal, I'll give you a Mashal he had a regular king he had one single child he had an only child and he distributed him his money for one time a year and therefore he wasn't going and visiting his father except for one time a year in order to receive his distribution so then the king went and got smart and he said I'm going to give you enough food and enough money for every single day but not more than that and therefore the child had no choice but he had to come to his father once a day, the same thing by Klal If someone has four or five children, he would be nervous for him. And he said, Since it was only coming once a day, they would say, Maybe I won't get it again tomorrow. And he'd be nervous the entire day. And he'll find that all of the children will die from hunger. And therefore, the entire Klal had to make sure that Davin every day to Akash Baruch and they would be cognizant of the fact that the Panos was coming from Akash Baruch every single day. That they would eat it when it's already warm, when it was fresh. The fact that it fell once a year, it was warm at that point. They didn't have to worry about preparing it afterwards. Another reason is because Kali Yisrael was in the Midbar and they were traveling, and if they would have the month for the entire year, they would have to be busy and carry that along with them on their travels. And the gave it to them every single day, and they didn't have to worry about how they would carry it. And the Gemara continues. The Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel 
some are not curious Rabbi Shmuel, but all this Canaan was sitting and they were Isik in the Pashlamon. But Rabbi Lazar Medei Yeshbinim, Rabbi Lazar Medei was sitting there. And then Rabbi Lazar Medei Ba'ama. So Rabbi Lazar got up and he said as follows: Mon Shiyolam Lisol, the Mon that came down for Kaisol, Hayegavoya Shishim Amma, the pile of Mon that was on the ground was sixty Ammas tall. So Amla Rabbi Tafer, Rabbi Tafer said back to Rabbi Lazar Medei. He said Medei, and he called him Medei without Rabbi Lazar. At Masa Atam Megavidvor and Mevi Elenu. Until what point will you gather straw, meaning insignificant words, and bring it to us? How can you substantiate words? You're coming up with this big chiddush that it was sixty amas tall. How do you notice? So he responded back on Maloi, Rebbe Mikrani Daish Rebbe. I learned this from a pasuk. The pasuk says, "Benegayin amabol chomishes amalamalag over amayvechusarim." That for fifteen amas above, the waters became stronger and the mountains were covered. So fractimar v'chi chomish esrei amal be'emek chomish esrei b'harim. Is it the same amount of space between a valley and a mountain? We meaning if you're saying it was only fifteen amas high, it can't be that it was above the valley at fifteen amas high as well as above the mountains at the same point. Was the water then going like walls and had different levels? How did Teva actually get up to the top of the mountains? As we know, the Teva rested and that's where Noach came out on top of Hararat and therefore if the point is that it's 15 Amis above any spot in the world, then Lechayim wasn't on the same level and therefore had to actually climb up all the way to the top of the mountain. So Rabbi continues and says, Elim must be, may Kurikziv at the beginning of the Pasha Ramabal and says that Nifku Kalmainus Tanrabbat, the way the water came out into the world was that there was a split in all the springs of the world. And then the actual Pasuk continues and says, and the windows of the Shemayim were opened up. So now there were actually two places where the water was coming from. One was from the lower springs of the world, and there was also water coming from Shemayim. And therefore the Gemara says, at the beginning of the Mabal, the actual split of the spring happened, and all the water started gathering. And the Gemara continues, till it actually got to the level of the highest mountain, that all came from minus time and only afterwards that was the point when we started having water coming from Shemayim and that was the 15 Amas that came from above from Shemayim and that's when it started getting stronger so Rebelez HaMidoy continues his idea and he says as follows based on the way I just explained the Pasuk it comes out that the maximum amount of water that came from Shemayim during the Mabal was 15 Amas and therefore the Gemara says what's the greater Mida in the Torah Mida Taiva Mida Peranis is it a Mida of Taiva or is it forbid? Of course, the Midah Baruch Hu is much greater than Midah Pranis. As Rashi points out, the famous Gemara that says that B'negei Midah Taiva, the Pasuk says, Baruch watches for Chesed for 2,000 generations. However, for Midah Pranis, the Pasuk says, So the ratio, of course, of four generations to 2,000 generations is 500 times. And therefore, we know that Midah Taiva is greater than Midah Pranis by 500 times. And therefore, the Gemara right now in Rabbi Lezah is pointing out that for sure the Midah Taiva bringing the month for Klai Yisrael from the Shemayim which means that there was raining month from Shemayim has to be at least the same amount as the Midah Peronius of bringing the Mabal on the world and certainly it can't be less. So the Gemara says the Midah Peronius who I met but again the Mabal it says Arubas HaShemayim Neftachua because Baruch opened Arubas Arubas are windows and it says it Lashon Rabbim and therefore the minimum amount of Lashon Rabbim has to be that because Baruch opened two windows of the Shemayim which caused 15 amas of water to spill down and we also know but Midah which is of course the Midah Taiva, it also has a Pasach that says, Now this Pasach in Tehillim is referring to the Midah Taiva of bringing the Mun, and it describes the process of the Mun coming down to the world. It says, that the Mun rained down on us, and it also says, that Kosh Baruch 
will open the doors of Shemayim. So we see clearly from the Pasuk that the way the month came down to this world was by opening of two doors in Shemayim because it's again a Lashu Rabbim. And the Gemara says, Kamarubis H. Pedalus, how many windows are there in a standard door? Abarabar, there are four windows in every single door. And since there were two doors, therefore there are eight windows. Therefore it comes out that the height of the month that fell down for Klaisol was at a height of 60 Amis. Now how do you see this? Because since we use the Lushen of windows, Benigeda Mabel, and over there we know it was 15 Amis from two windows, and if you now multiply that by four, because now for the month we had eight windows, therefore it comes out to at least 60 Amis. And the Gemara continues, Isa ben Yehuda, Isa ben Yehuda says, that he says that the month that fell down for Klai Yisrael, it was actually getting larger and it was so tall that all the kings of the east and the west were able to see it from a very far distance as the Pesach says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up for ourselves a shulchan of food which was referring to the month and even though the Pesach says that it was neged against my enemies however we learn out that it was neged means in front of our enemies or in view of my enemies meaning that Malchim Mizuchumayr were able to see it from a very far distance the Gemara continues to dash in the same Pesach that says in Tehillim and it's not off Tarek Lufani Shulchan Neged Sarei and then says the Shatab Hashem Reishi Kaisi Revaya so David Melech says L'asad Lavai my Kais will overflow and the Gemara actually in Masech's Brachas actually learns from here that actually L'asad Lavai when Mashiach comes David Melech will be the one that leads the Zeman from this Pasuk of Kaisi Revaya because HaKadosh Baruch will say that just like in this world you said Shira to me even when you had hard times now that it's the best of times you're also going to be the one that said Shira but our Gemara learns Oma Ba'ish Ma'amina we learn from here Kasa Dav La'amad Asi that we see from here that the case of David will be holding 221 lug because the Pasuk says the Lashon Revaya and Revaya is Bigamatria 221. And the Gemara continues, we just had a dinner from Rabbi that he wanted to compare the Mun to the Mabel, that just like the Mabel we saw, it rained 15 Amis from the sky and that poured out from two windows of the Shemayim, so therefore Benigay and the Mun also, where we know that Midotaiva has to be at least the same amount of the meters per inch, or if not more, and over there we had eight windows, therefore there will be 60 hours. So, Frat Gemara, Holy Damiel, there's no comparison between the marble and the mud. Cause Hassan Barbarn Yemen, Hachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
negative five times it says the Lashon Inui in the Torah. It says the Lashon Inui in the following Psukim, and let's read the Psukim. The first Pasuk is so we have five lashonis of Inui. These are five lashonis of Inui, and our Mishnah we actually had six different Inuyim, as we had Achila Shtiyurachitza, Sicho Nil Sasano, and Tashmir Amita. So the Gemara responds: Shia Bechlal Achila Yidein Chadami, Shia and Achila are really counted as one. Dami Shlokish Benayil Shia Shia Bechlal Achila. How do you know that drinking is considered a part of Achila Shenem? Bechatul Pnei Hashem Mokecha. They will eat in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Masa the Gancha talking about Ma'aseh Sheni of your Dagon of your grain, Tiraishcha of your wine, Biyitzurecha, and of your oil. So the Gemara says Tirish Chamru. Since we know Tirish is wine, the currently Bechatul and the single pasuk says Bechatul Pnei Hashem Mokecha. So you see the Lashon Achila is something that goes together with Shti as well. So the Gemara Memai. How do you know this is true? V'dilmo the Achli Ali Dei Nigran. Maybe the Lashon Achila actually is applicable over here because the Torah means to say that you're eating this in a cooked dish in some sort of a solid form where you take the wine and you pour it as part of the ingredients of this dish. The Amrav Bashmor, a nigrin, what is a nigrin? Maya de Silki. It's a dish of beets that was soaked together and cooked together with water and one of the ingredients was wine as well. And a chsidron is Maya de Kulushilkai. It's a dish by be made and prepared by taking water and cooking it together with any other type of vegetables. So the Gemara says, El Amrav how do we know that Shti is Bechlal Chilo? Mehacha from another pasuk. You can use the kasef to anything that you desire. That you let it buy any type of a cattle or a sheep or wine or sheikha. So we clearly see, as the Gemara says, that both yayin and sheikha for the pasuk, they're both forms of a drink, and still we call it lashon achila. So you see that shti is bechlal achila. The Gemara says, maybe over there also when we talk about the wine and the sheikha, we were talking about they ate it together with that nigrin and therefore it was actually a salad. So the Gemara responds, in a chanam yayin, you might be able to give me that teretz. However, sheikha, the word sheikha actually means something that's meshaka and as Rashi says, the standard of shikras is not through achila and therefore we see that it must be talking about a liquid form and we see that shtia b'chalal achila. But the Gemara still asks, how do you know that sheikha is actually a liquid form? Maybe it's something that's going to make you drunk and it's referring to v'dilmot ve'lakila it's talking about this fat fig from this place called Keilis, and we know that that's something that is Meshaka, and of course, that is a Michael, it actually is a food product, and not a liquid, and therefore you have no Raya, that Shtiya Bechlal Achila, the Tanya, and how do we see that this fig makes you drunk, because we have a price that says, the din is Malchus, so if someone ate this type of fig, or they drank honey, or they drank milk, the din is that if they go into the base of Middash, and do the Avaida, they would get Malchus, and we turn Dav Ayin Vavim Beis, and Rashi says, because of Sheikha Altesh, that the din is that you now drink Sheikha. Now, Lechaira, that Sheikha is not necessarily talking about wine, it's talking about a solid food. So, therefore, we could say the other Pasuk also, when it mentions Sheikha, is not talking about a liquid. El Gemara says, How do we know that this Pasuk, when it says Sheikha and it says Lash Achila, it's talking about a liquid, and therefore we could learn that Shti is Bechlal Achila because Yalav Sheikha, Sheikha mean Nazar. We learn that the word Sheikha from Sheikha of Nazar, and Malalon Yain, for sure, but again, Nazar, it's referring to Yain that you're drinking, as Rashi points out, Uvi Yain ain't Sheikhus El the only way to become Shikha is through 
Yud, Afkan Yayin, here also the Sheikha that we're referring to is Yayin. Now, even though the Pasuk says Yayin V'Sheikha, and it would seem to be talking about two separate things, but Yayin is talking about all the wine, and Sheikha is talking about wine that was just fermented within 30 days. The Gemara continues, V'Tirish Chamru, you're telling me that B'Negei Amaisa, the word Tirish meant wine, but Tanya, Noidim in the Tirish, also B'Chol Mina Masika, Umutabi Yayin, that the din is that if someone makes an ed and says, I'm not going to eat Tirish, the din is that you also, for all types of sweet fruits, including grapes, but you still can be mutter to drink wine. So you see the Lush and Tirish does not mean a liquid, it actually means the grape itself. And therefore, how did Reish Lakish bring the Raya from this Pasuk, B'Negei Amayi that because Tirish is a liquid, therefore you see that Shtir B'Chal Chira, L'Chir, Tirish is not a liquid at all, it's actually talking about the grape itself. But Zatimor, V'Lav Chamru, you're telling me that's not considered wine, it's only the grape itself. Except the Pasuk actually says, V'Tirish, you know B'Besulis, that through Tirish, through wine, you'll be able to even open up a Besula itself that's closed up. As Rashi points out, referring to good wine, and it reveals anything that's hidden in his heart that's closed up, similar to a bzula. On that, the Gemara answers, no, of course the word tirish means a grape, and it just means that tirish, you know, bzula, the thing that comes from the grapes, which is, of course, wine, you know, the Pasuk says, crushing up your wine in your wine press, it says your wine will burst forth from your vats, and therefore you see over there we're talking about wine the Gemara says the same idea that the thing which is wine that comes from the grape will actually burst through from your vats and some have the gear so over here has one more question so you see over there again it's talking about wine it says the Gemara is referring to the thing that comes from Tirish the same tarots and the Gemara continues it says in other parts that someone that's busy with Znus as well as drinking wine and Tirish it will take the heart away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, over there we see for sure that Tirish means actual liquid because it already says Yayin. And if L'Chayr Tirish means the thing that comes from Tirish, the thing that comes from grapes, the Yayin is included in that. Therefore, we wouldn't have to say the word Yayin. So it must be that the word Yayin and Tirish are both referring to a liquid and they're both referring to two different stages of wine. So the Gemara explains, Ella, everyone agrees, the Kuleama Tirish Chamru, for sure the word Tirish, definitely when it says it in Tirish, it means wine. And therefore, Ein Chanam is a liquid and L'Chayr will be able to bring Raya that shtia bechlal achila, as we saw in the pasuk in the gay of Maishasheni, it words used the word achila. Now, as we said before, just to keep this in mind, of course that wasn't the end of the Gemara because the Gemara asked on Rishlakish that lachir maybe it meant that you took wine and you put into a nigran ayin sham. However, definitely the word tirish means wine in Torah. However, we always go based on the lashon of people, and when people say the word tirish, they aren't using it in the vernacular to mean something which is a liquid like wine, but they're using it to mean a solid like a fruit which is the grape and therefore the Bryces was correct in saying then you also to eat any grapes however you can be because that's not what you meant and the Gemara continued we just said that the liquid form of wine has two different Lashonis Yayin or Tirish so Zok Gemara by my curly Yayin by my curly Tirish why do we call it Yayin and why is the Lashon called Tirish Zok Gemara Yayin Shemebi the reason why it's called Yayin is because it brings wailing into this world as Rashi says through drinking wine it causes znos of pranis baloylam, and therefore pranis comes to the world, which brings wailing. Tirish, the word tirish means sheshkalam iskarabai nasedashin. Anyone that's enticed by wine and gets too involved and becomes drunk too often, they will become poor. And some explain they will be anibidas that the das will be taken away from them. And the Gemara continues. Rav Kana Rami, Rav Kana Estestira. Ksiv it says in the pasuk tirish, and it's written without a vav. The Karina tirish, and we read it with a vav. And therefore we learn out zacha nasedashin. If you drink the wine properly and you drink responsibly, then you. Could become the 
Reish. However, Lezacha Nasu Rush, if you're not Zeichin, you don't drink responsibly, then you'll become very poor. Behind the Rav, and this is similar to what Rav said, the Rav Rami, Rav asked another question. Siv, when the Pasuk says, V'yayin you can read it like it says a Shin, and therefore it's Yishamach. And we read it for sure with a Sin, Yishamach. And therefore, Zacha Misamchai, if you are Zeichin, then it'll cause you to ha- be happy because you have a lot of money, or you'll have wisdom. Lezacha, but if you're not Zeichin, then Mishamah, it'll destroy you, and it'll take away your wisdom. By drinking wine responsibly and by putting on perfume and smelling perfume, that may be smart. Zagmar says, We send in Mishnah. One thing that you now do on Yom Kippur is to wash your body, and another thing is you now smear your body with the oils. Zagmar, how do you see that by not doing Rechitza and not doing Sicha? That's considered, you know, the says the that Daniel said that I'm not eating the Lechem, the choice Lechem, during this period of time because the base of English was destroyed. And I didn't bring bus and yain into my mouth. And I also didn't smear myself with oils. And I didn't annoy myself. So the Gemara says, My lechem chamudus What does it mean that I didn't eat the choice bread? Or my beautiful bread, Rabbi Shmuel, Bashelis, a fuel in the Hama, even bread that was made out of the chitid de kaisa loyachal from refined flour. I didn't eat that. Now Daniel was mourning because at that point, Dayavish stopped funding the base of Migdosh. So we see clearly from over here that, that when Daniel was mourning over the base of Migdosh, he actually did smear himself with oils. But the Gemara says, how do you know that that's considered? Because it says in the Pasuk that the Malach came to Daniel and said, and he said to me, Daniel, don't be fearful, Daniel. From the first day, that he placed your heart to understand, and to go and have Inui, and to fast. Your words were heard, and that's why I'm coming through your words. So we clearly see from the words of the Malach that he considered that Daniel was in the tightness in the Lushan of Inui. So we see clearly that when Daniel said, the that I withheld myself and I didn't smear myself with oils and I didn't do any type of sicha. you see that is a type of inui. So Zakimar Eshkan Sicha, now we see that Sicha is Taka and Inui, but Rechitzim and all, and how do I know that Rechitzim is also an Inui? It came like water into his body and like oil unto his bones. So we see Rechitzim washing a person with water, it's just like when you anoint yourself and you smear yourself with oil. And just like we proved before that Sicha is considered an Inui, therefore we see now that Rechitzah is also considered Inui. So the Gemara says that's very good if we're referring to Rechitzah in this Pasuk, but it just says it's coming like water into your innards. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with Rechitzah. Maybe it just means just like a person drinks water. The Gemara says it has to be similar to the Shemen that we spoke about in this Pasuk. Just like by Shemen, it's external and then it goes and seeps into your body. Also we're talking about Rechitzah where the water stays outside your body and then seeps into your body itself. But for the Gemara, we see from a mission that we're going to say in a moment exactly the opposite to the time. We learned to the mission of How do you know that by smearing yourself it's like drinking on Yom Kippur? Even though there's no raya, there is a zeicha. So we clearly see that the Tana of this Mishnah actually holds that the word in this Pasuk that says is referring to drinking of water and not to Rechitza. So the Gemara says that the way we know that Rechitzah is actually in Inui is from the Pasuk itself. As the Pasuk Ben Gea Daniel said, and as Rashi said, the Kuruv just says, I didn't smear myself, but the fact that it said, he's telling you I didn't do any Sicha, not only with oil, but also for Rechitzah, and therefore we see that Rechitzah is actually in Inui, and we will stop over here.